You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the Undercard. The Undercard brings you the best in hand combat sports. Featuring major interviews, current events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company, Podcast and Church Studios, and is produced by Rochelle Witten. And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Cody, and Jimmy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Right before Memorial Day, it's 277. Wow. We're hitting it. Pretty soon we'll be 300. Just like, oh, maybe we'll chase down the city of Detroit. What's what city? Detroit. It's over 300 years. Uh, they celebrate what? 300 years, a few years. It's oh. like 315. Yeah, we're gonna chase that down. We're gonna get. We're gonna get there. Is what I'm gonna say. I I, I see 315 in the future. Okay. Uh, lots to talk about. Kind of more pop culture crap. Um, you know, we we will touch base. Basically on Jack versus Stevenson. There's a lot coming up locally going on um, that, you know, I, I will refresh your guys's, um, I guess, minds as we, we go along. But uh, tomorrow is uh, Thrilla in the Villa, which is a private event at uh, the Villa Pena. Pena? Sure. And a really nice place. And they raise uh, money for musculars. <laughs> Uh, no, MS. multiple sclerosis. Yeah. And it's one of the neater things we do because they auction off Rolexes, they auction off cars. Cadillacs. They, yeah, Cadillacs, not just cars. And it's 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 a really fun private Safaris. event, Safari. Um, but tomorrow I'm going to share a link where you can actually bid with the people that are at the event. And there's a lot of different things that you can bid on so you don't actually have to be there and watching the boxing uh, to actually bid on it and support a good cause. So I will do that tomorrow. And then we got coming up, uh, God, after Memorial Day, we have um, Dual Combat Sports does uh, MMA at Motor City. I believe that's June 9th. And then the following week, we have uh, WXC will be in Southgate. Uh, that's on the 15th. At the Civic Center. At the Civic Center. And then following that, we have Shields versus um, – oh, man. My mind went blank who she's going against, but it hammers the co-main event. Yeah. And that's on Showtime, and that it's, is the 22nd Masonic. at the Masonic. And they just picked up a huge sponsor, 5-Hour Energy. So congratulations to Sleeta Promotions on that. So a lot coming up locally. And we will definitely uh, keep everybody uh, uh, posted on what what's going on. Uh, the Jack versus uh, Stevenson fight uh, ends in a draw, so Adonis uh, Stevenson keeps his uh, titles. Uh, I do want to rematch on that. I think if Jack would have had a little bit more power, um, that could have been a different result. Um, but very good for boxing. Not only good for boxing, we've, we've had a couple weeks here of Good stuff going on in boxing. Uh, not to jump subjects too much on you, but our, our good friend Josh Parisian is uh, trying out for the Ultimate Fighter uh, Go, reality Josh! show. 
as somebody pointed out uh, online, it's less of a talent search as much as uh, – remember, it is a TV show. So I think Parisian has a good shot because he's an entertaining guy. They're looking for <laughs> yeah. entertaining people. Not yeah. saying that he's lacking in – the physical skills. Well, but you, you got to bring. The I mean, package. I was gonna say you still gotta uh, pass. I think you have to do like a was it like a striking and a grappling like audition, and then if you pass, you do an interview, and then if you pass that, like you have to do something else, and then uh, you if you pass all of that, you could be selected. Can he so. keep his girlfriend in his back pocket so they can banter in front of them? <laughs> You no, know, but you know what? If it the, would if, add to it. If if the ultimate fighter was smart, they would bug his phone. Well, interview interview well, her. his his close friends, family. Yeah, that them too, but also bug his phone and record their phone conversations. They're probably pretty entertaining. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh wait, no, they're on uh they're on uh lockdown, right? When they're in the house. No, I like they're right? not allowed to make phone calls. Well, yeah. So when the show is actually in production, but right now it's just the who's going to get through. Right, right, right. No, I'm talking like if he gets on. Yeah, I don't know if they know too much. They're in Vegas already for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were eating sushi burgers or something. Whatever those healthy people do. Sushi burritos. I'm out. Mm. out. out. I think it would depend on what's in the the burrito. Like I could eat a sushi burrito if it was like. Instead of it being like, uh, um, you know, like the cut piece, it was just like the long burrito type thing, but it was still wrapped with the the seaweed and it had the shrimp and the crab and avocado and all that, you know, because they basically make a long roll and then they chop it up into smaller pieces and then that's what they serve you. Well, uh, it looks like a burrito when they first roll it, so they could just leave it without it being chopped up and it's basically sushi burrito. Nice. Yeah. For those healthy people, as I eat beef sticks, I have a root beer in front of me. And then that is a real beer from Falling Down Beer Company. Rochelle does the water. Uh, I have both. I have water and Mountain Dew. That's right. Hydrated. Like, not, that's de- not hydrated. Right. I like exactly. it. He's just running on a I'm treadmill. Like, I, I, going I, nowhere. I, I, had, I had just the water. And then as I was waiting for you guys, I started like nodding off. I'm like, I need to, I need I to know, get something. I know. I may have to go grab one because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to need something. Yeah. Now, um, what I wanted to start off with is a lot of crazy stuff going on in Detroit. But let's let's start off by uh, Dan Gilbert has made an art purchase for uh, Campus Martius. Can you find a picture and post that while we're broadcasting? Uh, um, the internet is really slow right. right now. Like America I'm, Online. Brad, Brad I mean, describe it for actually, you. actually, uh, yeah, we're we're running at about. Uh, it keeps flip flopping, but we're about. Uh, 800 kilobytes per second right now. So, like, you're, you're yeah, watching us right is. now in, like, f- three frames per second, maybe. Is uh, it, like, really slow? It's, uh, we've dropped 98% of all frames. Nice. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, if you're trying to watch on Twitch, I apologize. Uh, it's really, really bad, but we will have this posted on our uh, YouTube channel uh, later on tonight. So, you'll be able to watch the video uh, that I'm recording. Uh, I'm which I'm it. having a hard time with some of the video quality 
elements too. So I don't know what's going on tonight. It's a weird just night. It's just not good looking enough, Jimmy. That's what it comes down to. But no, it's – I don't know. Like cameras don't want to work for some reason. It's an advertising opportunity because we're having performance issues, Pfizer. So Viagra <laughs> and some other people that want to actually uh, want to jump on, uh, we're having performance issues. Right. So. We need some we need some Cialis for the show. Exactly. You know? <laughs> hey, we trust our performance uh, on the internet only to Cialis. Right. So, exactly. Uh, so yeah, if they want to give us money, that's fine. But uh, so, anyways, Dan Gilbert and Mrs. Gilbert, his mm-hmm. wife, um, decided to post. Uh, well, not 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 post. They bought it. And it's actually there now at Campus Martius. So Campus Martius is down by his uh, building, the Quicken building. Mm-hmm. And um, so Jimmy might not get a picture up of it, but this is what it basically looks like. From mid-tummy down, it looks like Mickey Mouse. And from above, it looks like a skull maybe? I don't know. Oh, are you talking about, are you talking about the, the – uh, thing? Yeah, it, it looks like – I don't know. You guys probably aren't. Familiar. And then You're not there's familiar a with kid Dragon. in front. You're of not it. really familiar with Dragon Ball Z, are you? No, but it looks like to me. Um, it looks those, like they uh, fused Mickey Mouse and Dead Mao, and it went High. horribly wrong. Oh, hmm. it looks like Monster High. Yeah, like they fused Mickey Mouse and Dead Mao, put them together, but it went horribly wrong. I was going to say, are you familiar with Dragon Ball Z? Because um, it's seventeen uh, feet tall. Yeah, I, I um. I, I think it's horrendous. I, mm, it's ugly. I just, I, mm, mm, I have so I mean, many I don't, bad thoughts about that thing. I, <laughs> I mean, it's nightmare fuel, first of all. It really is. It's nightmare fuel. Has but nothing to do with the how city. How much do you spend on it? Has nothing to do with the city and just makes no sense. It doesn't look like anything except for s- some weird thing like i don't it's bad pop art the cost was it's not not even pop art well i mean it's bad um it's just bad art period i don't know who the artist was but i don't know who that i'm saying i don't know who that is right i i don't it's whoever it is i'm sorry you need to retire i'm sorry you're not an artist Go 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 back to doing something else he's not good with art so who does the obey stuff with andre the giant they, that he no, that he, I know who you're talking. But about. he had them paint the side yeah. of his headquarters there. Shepherd, right? Uh, yeah. Something Shepherd. Yeah, it, that's horrible. Like I, I just there's not nothing that Dan Gilbert has shown me that he knows. But I'd rather had the RoboCop statue. Yeah, there. Something kind of Detroit. I don't know. Um, Wolverines. That would have been cool. No, well, I mean I think he went to Michigan State. No, no, no. I mean the um from Red Dawn. Wolverines. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh could do uh uh what was some of the movies that they filmed down there? Like um Oh, uh Beverly Hills Cop. They could do Axel Beverly Hills Foley. Cop. Yeah. <laughs> could do a Axel <laughs> Foley <laughs> statue. Yeah. Yeah. You you walk <laughs> past it. Yeah, it's just motion <laughs> sensor. <laughs> 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 yeah, it says the cost of the statue is not released. Yeah, it's of course he's not going to release that. God, it's, ugly. it's in the millions. Ooh. It's an absurd amount for an absurd piece of art. So the artist, um, I believe I saw a quote, or no, 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 somebody that was into art was saying that it's got people talking, you hate it, blah, blah, blah. And that's what art's supposed to do, spark like conversation. Uh, right, emotion, whatever. But here's the thing. He's how old? Double check what Dan Gilbert is, age wise. 
Um, it's called waiting. Mm. That's the name of it. Okay. That I mean, that doesn't. I'm do waiting anything. for it to go away. Yeah, it's not going to go away anytime soon, unfortunately. And uh, then, it will after somebody vandalizes it. Oh no, 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 no! You can't vandalize around there because he's got all these cameras. You remember, he's the one that took those teenagers for graffiti. Are you on the side of a building? I, I understand. You'll be able that, to but... touch it and interact with it. I don't know what you're supposed to do to interact with it. But of course, you can touch it's it. De- it's a it's, bronze statue. It's, de- it's Detroit. They, by interact on it, they mean piss on it. I'm just saying this is what the you. It won't be like blocked off like they're saying the spirit of Detroit well, uh, is. So the welcome, oh, I see what you're saying. The welcomoming party was tonight, and so you know, I'm sure it got some people there. I'm not really familiar with Claus's work. I guess I should look into it more. Uh but so many other things could have been done with that money. <laughs> He's 56. Okay. 56 year olds shouldn't be buying that and, and considering that art. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I wanted to open with that because it, it just, it makes no sense no. at all. Mm, no. You know? Okay. So normally, um, cause works at, um, like, cause? Cause. C A W S. K A W S. Um, he sells mortgages during the week. It says a smaller acrylic on canvas paintings at an auction of his cost four hundred thousand. Oh my god! So you're talking? He spent a lot on this sculpture. One painting sold earlier this year for more than one point two million. Wow! Now I can't pretend to know what Banksy would be thinking because I'm not Banksy. But they're big reveal, but. Isn't that what he he was mocking with the art world is stuff that – is that what he looks like? Let me yes. see. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Hold it up higher. I can see. Yeah. So – Hold up to the camera. So no, ex- like, yeah. So exit through can. the gift shop. If you've seen the movie <laughs> where Banksy, you know, that could have been a spoof. It could have been something. But he was – he was basically kind of ripping on people paying so much for art. And then he did a social experiment in Central Park where he was next to somebody who who was doing replicas of Banksy, you know, like the little mm-hmm. rat, the panda and stuff like that. And then he, he sold his actual work. So people got to get some of his stuff for $15. Right. And he doesn't like his stuff resold. Wait, yeah. Yes, Rochelle. Um, also, um, <laughs> is this tonight? Yeah, tonight, the opening reception. Shepherd Ferry finishes a huge mural mural at One Campus Martius. So more Andre the Giant and Obey. It's going to be 184 foot by 60 foot. Hmm. Okay. What's it do for the city? I mean, that's, that's my honest answer. What does it do for the city? Where could that money... Better been allocated to and help the city. Literally anywhere else. Well, I propose literally this, anywhere else. I propose this to Rochelle. I think if you're rich, all right, mm-hmm. you have to do a policy of the old Hollywood adage with movies: one for me, one for you. Right. So the Illages get a block, then they got to do a block for like a YMCA or something for mm-hmm. the community. I think that's the case. And then this is also coming on Dan right. Gilbert getting $368 million yeah, yeah, yeah. in tax 
breaks for yeah, his yeah. four projects or something. Yeah, but now you're starting to sound like a communist. Wait, what? I'm saying, well, no, the, the whole, if you're rich, you are you have to be forced to do something for the public works or for, you know, one for you, one for me. I mean, that's that's communism right there. Okay. That you are forced. You are not free to do with your money whatever you want to do. That that I'm not, I'm just saying, I that's communism. I think what communism. he's trying to say is the fact that I, the guy you have is a such responsibility. a, such a high, high I get it. Authority in the city of yeah, Detroit that I get it, but you can't. The right thing to do. The right thing to do would, would be, be that. However, you can't force somebody to do that. If he wants to be, you know, a complete and utter douchebag and do that with his money, which he got basically from the taxpayers, then that is his right to do that. He is not obligated to do anything. Besides what he wants to do with his money, unless it was specifically stipulated in a contract, you can get this tax break. However, if you get this tax break, you have to do, you know, A, B, C, and D. Unless it's in a contract like that, he can do whatever he wants. It's horrible, and he's a terrible person for doing it, but it's his right to do it. I just look at it as that this piece of artwork does not do anything for Detroit. No, it does not. It 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 actually dem- I think it diminishes Detroit. Yeah. It does. It, it diminishes Detroit. It. it demoralizes it. It makes people angry. It makes people say, "Well, what the hell are we doing? Why did we give him all this money if he's just going to blow it on well, no, stupid the, the statues statue, like this?" No, no, the statue was his personal money. He's getting three hundred sixty-eight million million for something. Else. N- none, of, none of his money is his personal money when he gets a tax break. Well, like that. I understand. So okay. it. None of his money is his money when he gets a tax break like that. It is all taxpayer money. Right. Because he, instead of having to use his money to pay taxes on whatever, he's using his money to do this. So it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a exchange. Right. You know, so none of his money until, until he gives back the 300 and whatever million dollars that he got on a tax break back to the city or back in taxes, put it back into the economy, nothing that he spends is his money. It is all the taxpayer's money. Right. So I was trying to think of stuff that Detroit does not have. They do not have a memorial for the riots, do they? The people that died. Is there is somewhere where there's a plaque or something? I mean, let me look. Because I don't the think hotel so, that look. it started at was tore down. Right. The movie, it no there's longer exists. There's nothing in like Cartagena. Uh, I don't see. believe I'm gonna, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to look it We're up. On the river walk. Um, uh, Emmanuel Stewart. From the Croc has yet to be um, – that would be an amazing statue or yeah. to have a street named after him. There's just so much more that could have been done. But no, I don't think there's a tribute to the, the riot Let's yet see. and I think there should uh, be. Well, like I said, the I was telling you about the street names that like are named after the Motown grave. Oh, the yeah, Jacksons are getting one. Why? Well, What's their tie besides to the label? The, just the, those streets that are um, named. It's after not the ja- the, the Jacksons people. aren't getting one. Michael Jackson's getting one. It will be Michael Jackson Boulevard Street, whatever. Before not the Jacksons. That's yeah. crazy to me. Uh, Absolutely crazy. Uh, historic marker unveiled at 1967 Detroit riot flashpoint, and this was published 
last year. Okay. So there is a historical marker. All right. Uh, place at Rosa Parks, 12th Street, and Claremont, where police raids sparked the 1967 riot. So it's like a statue or plaque, it's or a, like it's, a, it just says a historical marker. It's probably just the a historical marker titled Detroit, De- July 1967, stands just west of Rosa Parks. The words begin on the south side of the marker and continue on the north side. The sign avoids avoids the use of the word riot, instead using using instead the term civil unrest, conflicts, and violence. Now, where I personally live, I don't get along with that city at all, but they do do something right. Uh, Memorial Day is coming around. They actually have a statue, and they put the names of everybody that was from the city and has perished in a war, and they put the put them under the war, mm-hmm. you know, the Korean, like, yeah. everything that's happened. Yeah. So, um, so they're on to uh, active combat. You know, right. peacetime, whatever, yeah. on the one side. Iraq, but, Afghanistan. Right. But yeah. if somebody passes, and I think that's great, you know, that mm-hmm. would be something cool. I just don't, when it, when, trust me, I understand art's supposed to be fun and I understand, but this is such a, a that's, pivotal there's nothing, moment. But there's nothing fun about that piece. I got you. It's just, there's, I mean, I don't. Gives Rochelle nightmares. I don't it, it again it, like I said it's nightmare fuel it really is but I just nightmares. don't get it like at what point in time did Dan Gilbert think that was a like Ooh, signed off on that it that one that's what I want yeah or at what point in time did Klaus close cause cause at what point in time did cause think that that was a good idea for a statue and at what point in time did cause say this is what I'm going to do and Dan Gilbert said okay here's a couple of million dollars for this statue, you know, like, right. no, if I was Dan Gilbert and cause made a statue like that, I'd say, do it over. I ain't paying for that. Yeah. But Dan right. Gilbert's done some very questionable. Well, things down he, there that he, yes. Are on display. And... Yes. I understand that. So I don't think he, he understands. There, I, so I don't think he understands a lot of things, but I just wanted to start off with the whole, once again, you could do more for Detroit. You yeah, could try to make Detroit a better place in all in all this. You could, but he's not interested in making Detroit a better place. He's just they'll sell replicas in, of that. By the way, yeah. I guarantee you, uh, he's just interested in making as much money as he can, and then you know whatever happens, happens. Uh, summer uh, movie. Season has yes. officially kicked off. Uh, we seen, talked a little of the Avengers. Have you seen Deadpool? Too? I've seen Deadpool tool tomorrow, and I'm seeing Solo on Thursday. Okay, so uh, well, I will be I will be caught up for next next week. I will be able to give my reviews. All no right. spoilers, but I'm give not going to give any spoilers. Uh, no, I'm saying I won't give any spoilers, but I'll I'll be able to give my reviews. There's a lot of crazy theories out there about Cable, which is kind of cool. Um, what do you mean? There's just crazy theories, and it doesn't ruin what the movie is to you. Crazy but. theories about what? Uh, I was reading one that it's Wolverine in the future. Uh, uh, Cable is uh, Scott Summers and um, Jean Grey's son. Okay. In the comics. Right. Yeah. But somebody was like it's Cyclops Wolverine and in the Jean future. Grey. Oh, I know who yeah. that is. I just don't know if he knew. Um, yeah. I mean, in the comics, that's who Cable is. Okay. Uh, I thought Josh Brolin did an amazing job. I mean, I haven't seen the uh, right. Perf- I mean, what I've seen looks amazing. He did. He did amazing. 
Uh, like every sequel, it's tough to live up to the first one. I'm not spoiling. I've anything. heard. Just... I've heard really good reviews coming out of out of like the people I've seen yeah, it a lot said. Of people said the opposite. They've, wow, it's 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 it, basically what they said was that it's everything that you loved about Deadpool one, but more of it. Mm. Well, there's definitely there's fitting in a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know on that. Uh, I mean, the only thing that you won't get in in Deadpool two is a sexy looking Ryan Reynolds because <laughs> no. he's Deadpool at this point. Oh. <laughs> what? What? No spoilers. Yeah, well, yes. No, I mean he's Deadpool. He doesn't. He, his face doesn't, you know, go back. He he looks like the avocado that hates sex with another avocado. <laughs> so you haven't seen that yet. I haven't Solo seen that yet. comes out. Solo comes out on. I'm, I'm going to see it on Thursday. Which uh, I'm 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 hesitant. I'm I'm cautiously I'm so looking forward to. I'm it. cautiously hopeful. Right. There's a lot that I'm concerned about, but and see the thing is, is for me, it's also really rough because I read like a lot of the books, so I know the original expanded universe uh, backstory about Han Solo. There were the young Han Solo books. There were you know all those kind of things, and they're basically changing all that in this movie. So. So it's not canon. It's not well. No, the movie is canon. They when Disney the bought books are not canon. Correct. When Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm, they, they, the they books being them. They they said that nothing except the movies and the TV shows, the cartoons, the Clone Wars, and Rebels are the only things that are canon. None of the books. The books are now what's considered legends. Right. So they're not true anymore. So there's a lot of. Um, it, it basically, Disney had to do it because there was a lot of stuff that they, like, they wouldn't be able to do because there were so many stories out there and we already knew what happened to Luke and Leia and Han and their kids, you know, after the events of Return of the Jedi. So either they had to make a movie based on those books or they had to say, no, those books are not true anymore they're not canon we're telling our own stories but i think without a doubt even though i've not seen him in any any previews and this isn't this is speculation i don't know uh there's not been a character in movie cinema history that's had less screen time than boba fett but yet has been as popular of a character i he has to be somewhere in this because you're you're just no no, I don't think so. I don't think so because because like we're gonna get a little bit of a story. Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where? <laughs> yeah, because he kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I I don't think that because I think that's exactly what everybody's expecting, and I think that's a little bit Star too Wars much like a shoehorn. I think it's a little bit of a shoehorn if they try to fit Boba Fett in because there's really no reason for him. He to, will. He will cameo. Uh, maybe, but I think we already know that they're going to make a, the next Solo Star Wars movie is going to be not Solo as in Han Solo. Solo it's as be in Boba Fett. No, it's it? it's uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. They've already uh, they've already uh, Obi Wan uh, Ewan McGregor's already ben Kenobi. Yeah, Ben Kenobi. It's going to basically be Ewan McGregor reprising his role as Obi Wan on Tatooine, like. 
I, I've heard that it's going to take place about five years before the events of A New Hope. So he's been watching Luke. Luke's kind of a young kid, teenager-ish kind of thing, and there's some stuff going on. So it's and like Hermit. It, it's it's the Hermit uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, but you kind of get to see like what Obi-Wan was up to like right before the events of A New Hope. But they can't call it Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, they can. Why well, not? Because, because when Luke... Or they call it Old Ben. Right, old oh, Ben. Oh, because like cut. when Luke says ben it, he Kenobi. says, "No, nobody's called me that in a long time. I'd hate for the movie to be called that if that's the well, time I think, they're going off. I think, well, so here's the thing. I think... Uh, um, Are we giving you a headache? <laughs> no, I think what they would do is everybody in Tatooine would call him Obi-Wan, but there might be somebody who from his past who calls him Obi-Wan. But for the rest of the movie, he's probably going to be called Old Ben or just Ben. Yeah. yeah. So no one on Tatooine will call him Obi Wan. No, and that's what you just said that they would. So no, they would not. No, no, no. I'm saying I meant I meant nobody on Tatooine would call him Obi Wan. They'd call him Ben or Old Ben. But maybe somebody else from his past who shows up for whatever reason uh, might call him Obi Wan, and that would be like the only time that we would we would hear it. Okay. So, uh, but I, I think they have to because there's just too much money in not having Boba Fett in there. But uh, on YouTube TV, which uh, I covered, it's an app everybody has to have. They may have uh, a Boba Fett. Look for a Boba Fett toy. Uh, See if there's going to be a Boba Fett action figure release. I don't want to be spoiled. I'll, I'll look at it later. If he, well, is he in there? I, I would say I'll know after Thursday. So Yeah. Um, but I, I forgot Jar Jar Binks, right? Which So if you have Boba Fett on one end of the spectrum, <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum was Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I forgot he was the freaking senator that proposed that yeah. Alpatine took over. Yeah, George Lucas, Not only- George Lucas did that because everybody hated Jar Jar yeah, so much. Yeah, him more. Well, and that's exactly what he said. They tricked him into saying it, but like, you know. And that's what George Lucas said in an interview. He's like, everybody hated Jar Jar so much, I decided, let's just give him a reason to hate him. Misa thinks the, you know. Yeah, I mean, he was weak-minded. Well, there was a theory going on for a long time that Jar Jar Binks was secretly a Sith Lord who was working with (laughs) Chancellor Palpatine, (laughs) and that the whole idiotic thing was just, just an act. Like a Jessica Simpson. Yeah, like a Jessica Simpson. Nah, yeah, he, exactly. He was Chicken a... of the Sea. Yeah, oh, no. but that, and that it was all all an act, and he was really uh, kind of manipulating everything from like the shadows. That's but a yeah. That's, yeah, because yeah. he's such a bad character. Yeah, right? uh, I I don't know if you followed any of the Transformers. But... I love all the Transformers. Okay, they got worse though. The the little oh, robots, God, yeah. the little robots that talk and jive. That's when I hated it. Right there, and, uh, Michael Bay had them. Not even the little robots. When they had the 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 two transformers that were like you're talking about punks. the toys. I'm, con- I'm yeah. I'm considering the little guys that are annoying and and and. But there was thought... but there was two transformers that did it before they did. Yeah. In the second one, I compare them to Jar Jar Binks because yeah. like those were horrible. Yeah. Um, I can't say I love every transformer, but I the original is still the pace the. The, uh, talking about the original Michael Bay, yeah, the original okay. Michael yeah. Bay, and how he used uh, Peter Cullen's voice for like everything was cool, yeah, it. and you know the I am Optimus Prime, yeah, I thought it was cool, you know, yeah. We did go to Comic Con briefly on Sunday. Disappointing, uh, really? Yeah, I heard, I've heard good things about it. 
It eh. was just a, I thought it was a down year for it. Uh, mm. I saw that Knoxville has Richard Dreyfus going to be there. Um, Peter, <laughs> I'm Richard Dreyfus. But that's a him. big. That's a big. I, guy. I, he's. I liked him in Mr. Holland's Opus, and I liked him in Jaws. That's about the only two things that I've liked Always. him in. Always. Huh? Always. Always. With Holly Hunter. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh my god! I maybe maybe I'll, I'll have to look Streisand. it up. But I'm just I'm and I'm, Audrey Hepburn. It was her last movie. But film. <laughs> you know they had they <laughs> Golden had, Pond. Audrey Hepburn. They had Val Kilmer there, which was their big their big guy this year. But it's just you look at other Comic Cons and and who they might have there. Oh, and uh, the guy from Arrow, Stephen. Uh, well, uh, I know Meredith and Oscar from The Office yeah, was they, there. Mm-hmm. But that's B list C list. Well, I know, but still, that was kind of cool. The kids Val- wanted to meet them. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, the, the office kids is were huge. there. Yeah, the it kids were there. If you like, um, a lot of them were like, oh, from the movie it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Seventy, sixty, sixty percent of the kids were there. Maybe gotcha. The, there was only two that weren't the overweight Three one and the girl, Three. and then and, and uh, Richie. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I've, I've seen better mm. comic. Cons. I don't know. It's the guests that bring me in. Like, it's like who's going to be there? And yeah, um, you know, they the previous year they caught uh, Michael Roker. Yeah, at at, at the the height. (laughs) I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, and caught it at the right time. Yeah, yeah. And when I think when you have guests like that, it just brings like a certain kind of excitement. Let's be let's be honest. Van Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer's days are behind him. His best days are. At least, although he's going to be in top I'm ten too. Her. Oh, dude, Tombstone was so <laughs> I know. A, there was a but guy, realize I was in high school when Tombstone came out. No, there was I, a guy dressed as Maverick waiting so, in line to see him. That is awesome. I uh, so in high school uh, we did a production of Oklahoma, and uh, my costume because I played the marshal, like just a you know throwaway character, but like I was so into Tombstone, I made my outfit look like Doc Holliday's. Uh, outfit from uh, from Tombstone because he was my favorite character. I mean, I love Kurt Russell, you know Sam Elliott, and, you know love him, Bill Paxton. But man, Val Kilmer is Doc Holliday. Man, he was my favorite character out of all of them. He just blew me away in that in that role. Well, <laughs> so many classic lines, you know. And the, and the crazy thing about it is, not much is known about Doc Holliday uh, uh, in in real life. Uh, uh, except for the bio- uh, biography slash autobiography that Doc Holliday's best friend Wyatt Earp wrote right after Doc Holliday died, which I read. All right, do do tell a little bit about that. I'm trying to find a picture. Well, I mean, it was just basically it was uh, he talked about you know Doc, uh, uh, you know uh, when he was a dentist and then when he got tuberculosis. Moved out west, became a gunslinger, became a card shark. Uh, they met, I think, in Kansas City or someplace like that. They became friends. Um, uh, Wide Earp moved once. Doc moved with him. Then they went separate ways. Then they came back and end up. Uh, uh, I th- I don't remember, but I believe. Wyatt Earp actually asked Doc Holliday to come to Tombstone because they were having so much trouble with the Cowboys um, that uh, um, that he asked Doc Holliday to actually come just so they had an extra gun with them because they they didn't want trouble, but they knew that 
trouble would probably find them. And having somebody like Doc Holliday, who had a reputation at the time, um, you know, in town or whatever they thought would kind of simmer things down. And uh, it it did for a while. And then it just got out of hand at the OK Corral. So. Right. Uh, but one of the more one of the best supporting roles of all time in film. I just sent you, though, something, Jimmy, you would think was cool. I saw that. That came up on my feed. Uh, I know him as the guy from Clueless and stuff, but I forgot uh, your favorite movie. Hold on. It, it's... The the uh, the old guy from Princess Bride, uh, Andre the Giant's little guy, Vincini, Wallace Shawn, the guy yes. from Clueless. Yes, he was yeah, there. Wallace Shawn. Okay, yeah. So, um, I love Wallace Shawn. Some people cosplayed every part but his part from Princess Bride and got a photo <laughs> with him, and I just sent it to you, which I is really cool. It's not um, the internet's so bad. bad right now. I can't. I'll see it later. Okay. But uh, he was there, and you're a par- Princess Bride fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge Princess Bride fan. Uh, but, you know, it was just... I don't... And that's the thing is, I'm not going to pay... Like, I, I, the reason I didn't do Comic-Con this year was every year we usually do a show from Comic-Con. No show this year. But there was no show this year. And I'm not going to pay to go to Comic-Con if I'm not, like... Yeah, I like Wallace Shawn, so that would have been kind of cool. But beyond that, like, it, like if Carrie Ellis was there, I probably would have paid to go see Carrie Ellis. Right. If he Mandy Patinkin, or he's coming somewhere, uh, he was he was already here at the Royal Oak Music Hall. He uh, for his book, um, the as you wish, as you wish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. Knew that it was... Oh, there it is. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah. They like cover everything, that and is, he looks so happy. Really Even the oh, person makes I mean, the comment, and that, and you know what? And honestly, like. It, he, from what I heard, is he is the nicest, most genuine, down to earth people that you will ever meet. He you just, have to be when you he look loves. Like that. Well, not only that, but he just you know he just loves being. He loves people and he loves acting and he loves you know. I, I saw an interview with one time where he said, "I can't believe they pay me to do this. Like That's cool. I would do this for free, but I get paid to do this. I love it." You know, he was on. Um, I just uh, watched uh, a show. It was a sci-fi show. It's not on the air anymore. It's called Eureka, and he was he was on it, and you know, just wacky kind of stuff going on. And mm-hmm. but it was, it was fun. I like him. I like him as an actor, not just right. as that character from. Um, uh, Princess Bride, but as an actor and every role that he is, he's always kind of similar. Either he's kind of smarmy or he's kind of devious or he's like the guy that you don't want to like kind of thing like that. But he just, he's also a genuinely nice guy. So, and he's probably been in more. This is actually a compliment to an actor when they're in a lot that you, you don't even realize because their performances are so good that you, you take for granted that they're in stuff. But I look, I bet you if you looked up his IMDb, there would be more. That's movies what I'm, in there that I'm trying I to do right like, now. I'm going to do What's on Tap right. because it's eight o'clock. And also, I'm going to wait for IMDb to, uh, uh, to load up. So hold on here. They even had the Fred Savage kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. This is What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Uh, May 25th at Tokyo on ESPN Plus. We have Jamie McDonald versus Nioa Inno. 12 rounds for McDonald's. WBA regular bantamweight title. Can you turn that down a little bit? Thank you. Uh, Kent Shiro versus. 
Gangan Lopez. It's a rematch. 12 rounds for Shiro's WBC Junior Flyweight title. Uh, at Warsaw, Poland, we have Iwa uh, Pitakowska versus Maria Lindbergh. 10 rounds for Pitakowska's WBC Women's Junior Middleweight title. May 26th at Fresno, California on ESPN+. Plus. We have Jerwin Ancanas versus Johan Sultan. 12 rounds for Ancanas W, or I'm sorry, IBF Junior Bantamweight title. We have Khalid Yafi versus David Carmona. 12 rounds for Yafi's WBA Junior Bantamweight title. Uh, moving on to, uh, what is that? Oh, it's still May 26th. At Mexico City, we have Ebeth Zamora versus Melissa McMorrow. Ten rounds for the vacant WBC Women's Flyweight title. Moving on to MMA, May 25th, we have Bellator 200, uh, Carvalho versus Musai, and that is in London, England. And we have on May 27th, UFC Fight Night 130, Thompson versus Till. And that is also in Liverpool in England. And that's What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. You're listening to The Undercard, Hand Combat Radio. Welcome back, episode 277. We're just uh, kind of getting in summer mode because here's the thing. Memorial Day is the official kickoff of summer. Uh, it it's always been that way, and God knows the weather that Michigan's been having lately. It still doesn't feel like um, summer here. But so we've been talking some movies, um, pop culture stuff yep. going on in uh, the summer. Yep. So the big to do list, or not to do list, big to do, the big to do, um, kind of reminded me from a distance. I've not heard. This is an honest statement. I've not heard. What Jimmy's gonna hear us uh, okay. say? So you know, swear on my dad's grave. Have not heard it yet. Um, but it reminds me of the dress. What color dress? That's exactly what they're talking about. Auditorial. Yes. It right? is audit- audit- auditory. Right now, where does this audio come from? So, so uh, somebody posted an audio, I think, on Twitter. Um, I'm not exactly sure where they got it from, but somebody posted on Twitter and uh, said, "You know, which do you hear? Either Laurel or Yanny." All right, so that's one or the other. And Which are two very different things. Yes. And now here's the thing. The first time I ever listened to it, I heard Yanny. The second time I listened to it, I heard Laurel. And I've I've gone back and forth. And are you talking about Yanny like the it's just Yanny. That's what it sounds like. Yanny. Yanny. Well, I've not heard it yet. Okay. Play it, play it for All right, I'm gonna play it. it and then don't say what you think you hear. I'm gonna play it. Okay. And then you and then we'll see what you think you hear. Laurel. Laurel, 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 Laurel. Okay. Okay. What'd you hear? Okay. So the first time I heard it, I thought it was going into Yanni. Okay. It sounded like YA, but then it went into Laurel midway through it. Okay. And then after that, it was only Laurel. Okay. I only heard Laurel. Only heard Laurel. Now, I heard. The first four times I heard Yanny, but then it went into Laurel. Like literally as it was going, it went into Laurel. Now, some people hear Laurel. Some people only hear Yanny. 
but I've actually found some uh, uh, found something that um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something, um, and then we're gonna we're gonna try an experiment. So give me one second. I gotta back out of here, and then um, I'm gonna play this. And of course, the internet's going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, it's an ad. It, I'm, I got this stuff uh, off of YouTube, so there's an ad for Marvel Strike Force. All right, and now it's loading. Okay. Okay, so we're just gonna talk while this is going on. We're just gonna play this in the background. Okay. Okay, and we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going until. Uh, and then we'll go back to the audio clip and then we'll see what you hear. Okay. Okay. So just keep talking with this going on in the background. All right. So, uh, we've been covering summer movies. Uh, also Arrested Development is back on Netflix and, uh, I think they really helped Netflix kind of get to where they wanted to be a few years ago when they said they were going to release a season. And then next thing you knew, Netflix was everybody, Netflix and chill, all this stuff happened. But so anyways, Arrested Development's coming back. Some of my most favorite written characters of all time um, are back, whether it be George Michael, Job, or, God, Tobias, any of them. They're they're all freaking hilarious. George, I said George Michael first. Yeah, he's hilarious. We've watched Michael Sarah grow up and uh, become the man he is. Laurel, 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 Laurel. What'd you hear? Laurel again. Laurel again. Laurel. Okay. Now here's the thing, and this is an experiment that, I, and it maybe just didn't play long enough, but the the Yanny sound is is high up, and the Laurel sounds a little bit lower. So if you listen to white noise, like when, what I notice is if I'm driving in my car with the window down for a while and then I listen to it, I hear Yanny. You're still listening to it? That's crazy. Well, no, no, I'm saying like, it, so let's say that I've been driving around for a while and I've had the window down and then I stop and then I listen to it. I hear Yanny. But if I've been sitting in a quiet place where there hasn't been a whole lot of white noise, I hear Laurel. So my theory is that if your ear has been hearing low frequency, like white noise for a long period of time, you'll hear the higher yanny where, and then if it's quiet, you'll hear the lower, lower laurel uh, after a while. So it, it's, it's an experiment that I've tried a couple times on myself and it's worked. We, did, we just didn't play the, the clip long enough because we don't have enough time. So it but, sounds like a computer voice. So like, where did it come from? And in so I guess what it is is it is it says it well, I it's neither. It's both actually. It's saying both names at the exact same time. Wow! But that's what it is. Is it, the science behind it is your ears are perceive or are uh, programmed to pick up a certain register throughout the day, and it's whatever you hear the most. So if your ears are more, uh, um, I don't want to say attuned, but if if you hear more low-frequency type stuff throughout the day, then it's 
you're, you're going to have a better chance of hearing Laurel, where if your ears hear higher frequency stuff throughout the day, then you're, you have more of a chance of hearing Yanny. But at the same time, depending on what has just occurred, like the low frequency white noise, you, it, it's, you, you'll hear the higher pitch because your ears have blocked out that lower pitch because when you're driving, you, it, it's just something that your brain hears, but you don't even really register it unless there's like a loud noise, but it's, it's white noise. So your, your ears, your brain tunes that out. So when it tunes that out, you'll hear the higher pitch because it's not listening. It's already tuned out the lower pitch. Wow. But if you're, but if you uh, are normally hearing lower pitch, then you'll hear uh, the laurel. Uh, m- more often, like I said, I've hear I've heard both. While we were listening to that first clip, it literally changed for me from Yanny to Laurel as we were listening to the clip. I got gotcha. you. So yeah, um, I maybe if I listened to it like you said more, I I just heard Laurel. But it was yeah. weird the first time I, I I heard the beginning of the one. Yeah, it, it sounded like Yanny in the yeah. beginning, and then went yeah. to Laurel. Right. So that you you. And that's some people will hear it simultaneously. Almost, there are some people who claim that uh, they hear when it when they hear it, like especially the first couple of times, they'll hear both Laurel and Yanny at the same time, and then their brain will make the switch, and then they'll only hear one. And then after they hear that one, they'll never hear the other one again unless something has happened. Can I do a science experiment? Right yeah, sure. Hey Siri. Is it Laurel or Yanny? Just saying, interesting question. Once again, we do get shit internet right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad right now. Uh, she's just going to leave it as an interesting question. Oh, okay. So, but it, normally she'll respond. Actually, uh, in in a weird kind of way. Um, I think I have like one of the coolest. Like, tell tell him about my Siri. She has a pretty fucking funny sense of humor. I'll ask her questions. And is it going to rain tomorrow? Or what? What are the well, chances? Of, what are the chances of rain tomorrow? Yes, yeah, it's going to rain. <laughs> yeah, or uh, it was cold, and I asked her. I was like, "Is it cold out?" And she's like, "Brr." And I was just like, <laughs> "But like, my son can't get the same responses out of Siri as I do, so I don't know what what's going on." But normally, she would give an answer on it, or, right. or but like, we do have really shit internet right yeah. now. Yeah. Um. So I I have been doing something though. So uh. Jimmy, you weren't here a few weeks ago. You were actually out of town in um and I, I said the there's a couple of apps that I absolutely love. Spotify was introduced to me by my son, and all of a sudden everything now has become Spotify. And there's other podcasts on there. And so I've really been pounded the Joe Rogan, uh really been pounding the Mark Marion, um, and trying trying to uh learn. You don't like you don't like those? Guys? That's the, like you, you, you Mark been, Maroon. You you've been pounding Joe Rogan. And yeah, yeah Mark I have dude, dude, from behind. Uh, but um, some of some of their topics. First off, both of those guys are really smart. You know, Joe Rogan for for all intents and purposes is one of the smartest guys when it comes to discussions on stuff. He does a lot of research. You're dehydrating yourself and rehydrating yourself. I know what you're doing. She doesn't know. Um. But Spotify, 
um, as I'm as I'm going through Spotify and and listening to other podcasts, and I need stuff, caffeine. Um, I uh, I know you need caffeine. Um, I, I I stumbled across something that was really 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 interesting. Is that um, Spotify, like any other app, will will tell you what they want to recommend, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was listening to Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan was talking about like, is there life? Where do we come from? All this stuff, mm-hmm. and then from there, I got every podcast that I ever talked about: is there life, religion, mm-hmm. Scientology, all this stuff. Um, <laughs> what? That's crazy. Well, he was just on? texting me. Hold on one second. Oh sure. <laughs> this, you're, we're, we're just on the air. Hello. Oh, I'm actually working right now. Hey, buddy. You are actually on the radio. Hi, Brad. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Grandma. It's my son yeah, and his grandma. And my and my son just got oh, braces. No, I can't probably get you anything free from this show. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Uh, I got to let you go. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Uh, The only reason I picked it up, he just got braces, man. Oh, I remember that. Um, so, so it brought up all these meanings of life and stuff. Right. And, and 42. Right. Yeah. From the, the great movie, uh, Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Guide, to the Guide. but great book, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, so then you had all these podcasts that went through religion mm-hmm. or um, evolution or mm-hmm. just other theories, all the way down from like aliens brought us from a different thing. And it's amazing how many podcasts there are out there on the meaning of life. That's because it's one of life's greatest questions, but it'll never be really answered. No. You either have faith, well, and then you. L- and at yeah. the end, it turns out, or it's not. But um, well, I it's do also, encourage you to like listen to some of these. I things. think I, I I think the you know the the question of what is the meaning of life is in itself the answer to its own question. The meaning of life is to question our own existence. Right. Is to seek those answers. You know, are we alone in the universe? Where did we come from? Why are we here? The meaning of life is to seek uh, answers to those questions. Now, uh, the answer to those questions could be, you know, metaphysical. It could be existential. It could be, um, you know, varying degrees. And and the answer for one person is not necessarily the answer for the next person. Correct. The meaning of life and why are we here and our place in the universe, you know, your meaning of life could be. I'm not saying you. I'm using the royal you. I'm saying your meaning of life could be to be a great mom, Mm -hmm. to be a great dad, to lead uh, a team to a, you know, NHL career, you know, uh, championship. You know, that could be the reason that you are here. But it's that pursuit. It's that goal. It's that questioning you know, of, of why are we here finding meaning in our own existence, you know, and it could be as simple as your whole purpose to be here is to just ask that question, it's cool. you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I, it's funny too, cause I, I got into a, um, um, for some reason, I, uh, one of the dating apps that I'm on Bumble, 
like for some reason it like it blew up in the last two weeks. Like I went a year and a half without getting any responses or any like matches or anything. And I changed like two things on my profile. And then boom. And then boom, like I'm getting matches and I'm getting conversations and all that kind of stuff like that. But I ended up getting into a philosophical debate with this uh um uh person, uh, which basically we were talking about Hamlet. Girl, dating app, right? Yeah. So okay. I said, per, well, I, said, I didn't want to say girl, I didn't want to say woman, you know, oh, because okay. she's I think she's like thirty. But okay. so she's like in that transition. Well, don't stage. Use, don't use like the the person. I'm sorry. Uh, that could go so many ways. Lady, we'll say lady. Um, so uh, we were having a. So I was talking about uh, Hamlet, which I am doing a production of in February, and we're starting uh, rehearsals now. Um, but she said it's a great play, except for the ghosts, because ghosts aren't real. Ooh. And and. I and I didn't and I I didn't go with the well you you know I I think ghosts are real or anything like that I said well I say you know if you think of it from a quantum standpoint a quantum theory standpoint there's a very good possibility that there is something that could be considered ghosts and we got into this philosophical debate of um, so in in quantum theory. to kind of break it down a little bit in quantum theory, electrons exist in all states of past, present, and future all at the exact same time. And electrons move to certain uh, points with almost a precognition or a cognitive uh, movement. Like they know where they're supposed to go before they even go there without any other influence uh, influencing it. So they are in themselves existing in all states of time, past, but present, with, and future. But with no free will. But with well, but that's just it. Is some some are at, some act differently than what is anticipated. Like electron, because of you know the the bonds and because of this, you know we predict that the, the electron will go here, and the electron actually goes here, mm-hmm. and it makes no sense that it goes there, but almost like it has its own free will. So if you think about the law of uh, conservation of energy, matter can neither be created nor destroyed, right? All matter is neither created nor destroyed. It's just altered in one form or another. Correct. Well, if you think about consciousness as a type of energy, it's got to go somewhere. Consciousness is an actual thing. We don't know exactly what it is, but it's an actual thing. What if what we consider consciousness is actually a quantum state that's existing in all points of time and that when we die it still exists in that quantum field and it has a consciousness but we just don't know how to perceive it or it could be and uh we've had ghost hunters on the show yeah. a million times and we've we've heard stuff that we can oh, yeah. explain but maybe the energy that me and you are giving off right now their echoes because our well, energy the, lives on forever. Right. Is that you're and that's, catching something right. from the past that still has right. energy uh, flowing. And there and there is uh uh um what is that? It's not residual uh haunting, but it's yeah, it's like a record player. Mm-hmm. It's just the energy repeating itself in a loop and you're just perceiving it. But the question becomes how why do some people perceive it and other people don't perceive it? And I think it's because of the from a quantum standpoint, I think it has to do with how our consciousness, how our brains can perceive 
the unperceptible right. because there are things that exist, you know, in 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 this time and space that we can't perceive because they're either you know so infinitesimally Just small or a prism up, you know, you don't right, see the rainbow, but exactly, it's but it's there, and I think that's the same thing with ghosts. Uh, is that they exist in a state that normally we can't perceive, but something happens and we can perceive them. And maybe that's why we can perceive them more at nighttime because of the shift in the, you know, uh, in, in solar winds or, you know, during storms because of the electrically charged air. You know, there's a lot of different theories out there. I forgot. How do we get on this point? Because I, because I was just talking about, um, when when a podcast covers the oh yeah of yeah life, of life, the numbers yeah. jump yeah like crazy you yeah, look yeah. at all of a sudden they cover that and people are still searching for that yeah but, um I did listen to a podcast about ghost and so if if it is an energy out there um the question was brought up well then why why is it like haunting why is it a ghost and not to get Star Wars on you but like when Anakin's the dark side dude negative energy. Is ninety percent stronger than positive sometimes because like well, the 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 pain is there, and so that maybe that explains some of the haunting. There was just some well, stuff that opened my mind. Yeah, on now, some of these podcasts. Now, typically, when you hear the word poltergeist, uh, people think of an outside force that uh, is doing bad things. But in most of the ghost hunting community, and most demonologists will agree that a poltergeist is actually not. An outside demonic force. A poltergeist is a troubled, usually young person, uh, preteen, maybe teen, uh, or younger, who is manifesting negative energy and without even consciously controlling it, they are the ones that are making everything happen. Right. But they they are they're 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 um the psychic energy that they're pushing off is so negative that it's causing bad things to happen but at the same time and this kind of i mean th- and this is where you kind of like border on the are you getting into religion or are you getting into whatever the human mind is a very powerful thing and i believe that the human mind has a capability of doing Stuff that we don't do. Stuff yet. that we can't do yet because we haven't learned how to tap into that. But at the same time, I think that we as a collective uh, consciousness can do great things, negative and positive. I think that something like prayer works, not because there's a divine entity up above who then, you know, does the little magic thing and poof, it's better. I think if there is a divine creator, I believe that that divine creator imbued in us the ability to change our own reality and to change things for the better or for the worse. It's all on us. They've kind of stepped away. They're they're not controlling anything. They're not going to they're not going to actively uh interfere in the events of mortals. But prayer works because you have so many people who are all concentrating on a specific cause, on a specific thing, and pouring so much positive energy into this one thought that it actually becomes a physical manifestation of what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and then so Joe Rogan, uh, it, this is with uh, Steven Tyler if you want to go and, and watch it. So they, they, they listed the most likely that were possible, ghosts, UFOs, 
or uh, Bigfoot. And Bigfoot, you know, is the most likely because there was actually a creature like that 100,000 years ago and that there could be. But um, scientifically, that would be the one most likely because the UFO one, even though there's theories and maybe people have seen stuff. There's it, no it, way that we're there. I mean, no, but he. I mean, more, UFOs have visited us or that their aliens exist. Well, well, that, those are diff- that those are two different things. I'm trying to remember how you phrase it. I don't want to miss. I know. It. I'm just saying those are two different things because UFOs visiting us are is probably highly unlikely because of the, the Fermi paradox. Mm-hmm. However, um, the 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 idea that we're alone in the universe is absolutely ludicrous. There are so many uncharted uncharted i mean there if you look there's a new model of the universe and it's actually kind of neat because if you look at it you can actually see the point where the big bang happened because it's a spider web it starts from this single point and then spiders out and we are in this tiny little area right here and that is the milky way galaxy which is part of a cluster, which is part of a supercluster, which is part of a quadrant, which is part of a larger thing, which is part of an even larger thing, which is part of an even larger thing. And and the Milky Way galaxy itself has billions and billions of stars. Yep. We've already found I like I think it's like 70 planets that could be inhabited. That could be they're in the Goldilocks zone. We don't know if there's, you know, we're not saying that there's aliens in there or there's life or, you know, even if, even if, even if it's not intelligent life, even if it's just microbes, yeah, a it's still, it's still life on another planet. Right. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily even have to be sentient or, or, or intelligent, but it's still life on another planet. We have amoeba. We have plankton. We right. Have stuff. Exactly. So like, I mean, it, it's a sign that there's right. elsewhere. Exactly. But to think out of the, 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 the countless, countless possible habitable planets that exist in the entire universe that we are the only living things that exist is absolutely ludicrous. Mm-hmm. So there, there, there has to be something else out there. Will we ever as human beings ever see it? Who knows? But there is something out there. It's just the, the the it's mathematically impossible that there is not right. That's the the bummer. You ever see that movie Contact? Yeah. So you know where? Yeah, like, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, all right. We're well, look at uh, Arrival. You have you seen Arrival? Not seen Arrival. Oh, I it's highly recommend. Oh, I highly recommend it. But I'm gonna spoil Contact right now. So they basically, <laughs> if you haven't seen Contact by now, you're probably right. never gonna see they, it. They basically tell Jodie Foster's character. She's like, "Well, what's the purpose of all this?" And he's like, "So we're not alone. Like, you know, like the these portals, like because it's a lonely place, the universe." And uh, you know, she comes back, and they don't believe her. Um, because you know none of none of our technology kept up with it. Um, at the end, they say that there's four hours though of footage where it looks like she just dropped through the contraption of just blank footage. So yeah. maybe she did travel, but um, it's 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 interesting that movie. And then I just watched again Matthew McConaughey and uh, 
Interstellar. Oh, Interstellar. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I really. I'm want not going to spoil that one. No, I, I because it's on my. I, I think I have it on Amazon Prime, and it's on my to watch list. I just haven't because it's like three hours long, right? Right, but it's worth it. I and know. Then watch but it I just again. haven't. But I haven't had three hours to sit down and watch it yet. Yeah, I mean, you're talking stuff. I mean, you know what you're talking. Well, about. I want to see that. I want to see. Oh my god. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see The Martian. Uh, there's a couple of them. You know what I just, still not seen the marsh. You know what I just watched the other night, and it was just a stupid like I I need to see this kind of thing. Was the new Baywatch movie with Dwayne Johnson and Zac Efron? It was horrible, don't, wasn't don't, it? Don't, don't. Uh, actually, I thought it was funny for what it was. Okay, Ugh. it was because it was exactly. Like they even made fun of themselves when they were talking about the plot, and they're like, "This sounds like a really bad TV show." Where like every week they get into some <laughs> stupid thing. Uh, like we are lifeguards, you know. Right. Like, but I, and I gotta say this, I'm I'm not I'm not gay, but Zach Efron in that movie, holy shit, He's that dude god. got ripped. He's no, a god. I thought he was too muscular in it. Whoa. I I would give my both of my nut sacks to even have wait, wait, half wait. of the nut. Two nut sacks or two nuts? Well, two both yeah. Both of my testes. Okay. I would give him both up if I could have half of the muscles that he had in that movie. Nice. No, it was too much. I see I I would must, I was impressed. Must suck to be Zach I was Efron. I was I mean, impressed. Shit, we sit next to Cody a lot, dude. Yeah. I mean, Cody's like a mini Zach Efron, dude. And successful at yeah. UFC. Yeah. I mean, no, and, and Cody is, but like even Cody, who's like in the top peak physical shape, like Cody has like an eight pack. Zach Efron had like a twelve pack. I mean right. it was amazing. We all we all have these moments through life where you'd be like was that person flirting with me? I think that person was flirting with me. But you're like 90% wrong. In Cody's oh, case and Zach Efron's case, yeah, they're 90% right, dude. Not, like, I mean, not, think about that. They're not flirting so much as they're splooshing. <laughs> right. But in their cases, like a Zach Efron or a Cody, 90%, yeah. Yeah. They're kind of, yeah. 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 Uh, Good job. Good I'm work. looking. So uh, IMD finally came up. Wallace Shawn has 190 credits. Shit. And he yeah. probably gets royalties from like 100 of them still. Uh, well, he actually, I did not know this because I haven't seen him on it yet, but he, uh, 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 Young Sheldon, the uh, spinoff of Big Bang Theory. Caught two episodes, wasn't a fan. Actually, I really like it. Okay. I just haven't seen more recent ones, but he's on that. Um, I want. I want to go back. I want to see what his first role was. So hold on a second here. Probably like TJ Hooker or something like that. It was One Life to Live in oh. 1992. Or I'm sorry, no, One Life to Live in 1968. He played Professor Professor Marvel. Okay, I was gonna say he wow. had to have been some sort of bit weird yeah. character. In 1968 was his cause... first. 1968 was his first credit. He does not have another credit until 1979. That's perseverance, and then uh, workshop member, assistance, insurance man, blah 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 blah. Uh, he did uh, a, a small stint on Taxi, um, a lot of small little things, small little things, small little things, small little things. The Cosby Show, uh, he was on a couple of episodes of that. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to see where, where he the kind movie. of yeah where the he kind of movie. picked up. Uh, let's see. It was all small, like bit, like movie parts or or whatever. Wait, how did I? 
Hold on. I had to have missed it. Hold on. Dude, I'm curious if he stood with his stuff oh, there with he is. the same agent. 1987 was The Princess Bride. That's his, his breakout role. Well, 1987, he was in one, two, three, four, five movies, I guess. Any of them that I would have heard of. Uh, the math, Radio Days. No, uh, no, no. no, just Princess Bride. Wow. Um, Good then, breakout role. Yeah. And then he did, uh, he's done a lot of voiceover work. Um, he does the voice of Rex. I didn't know that. He's the voice of Rex in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. The I dinosaur. Didn't know that either, no. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Clueless. Clueless. The, the TV show, not the movie. No, 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 no. He did Clueless the movie too. Did he? Yeah, he he plays the. Oh yeah, there is Mr. Wendell Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah. He, and he was in uh, in the TV show. Good for um, him. Clueless, yeah. I love. Yeah, uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Uh, he was in that. Yeah, I think he played one of the um, uh, Ferengi. Right, uh, Zeke. Yeah, he was the uh, the old uh, Ferengi, the one that Cork and all them like. I think the Grand Nagus. Okay. Kind of like he, one of the Grand Neguses or like one of his like subordinates or something. All right. Um, Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's done a lot of like Where's a little. Where's he from originally? <sighs> Hold on. Got to be living in there. I got to go back. But... God probably lives a comfortable living. Um. All right, hold on here. American character. And if he's stuck with the same agency. Perseverance. Woody Allen's character in the movie Manhattan amusingly describes Wallace's character as a homunculus, which is a fairly pretty fair description of this predominantly bald Wayne, puckered mouth, butterball framed, slightly lisping gent. Um, let's see. Wallace made his movie debut in Alan's Herald classic playing Diane Keaton's ex-husband. So that was his breakout role is 1979 Manhattan. So um, he's been in the industry. Born to privilege in 1943 in New York city, uh, blah, blah. He went to Oxford. So he was born in New York. Um, from money. From money. Yeah. Went to Oxford, which went is to Oxford. one of the best universities uh, in the world. A son of renowned editor William Sean of the New Yorker, uh, educated at both Harvard and uh, Magdalen College, um, Ox, oh College Oxford. Wallace initially taught English in India on a Fulbright scholarship, and then English, Latin, and drama in New York. However, keen interest in writing and acting soon compelled him to leave his cushy position, pursue a stage career as both playwright and actor. Good for him. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I mean. So how old? You know what? And it, uh, So he was born in 43. So. Holy shit. My dad uh, was 49. So. so he would be 75? I was told there was no math. So he didn't get his, his breakout until. 79. So that would have made him, holy shit, 40. Yeah, 40 something. Well, look at, uh, I mean. Harrison Ford was in his late 30s. Morgan Freeman didn't get his first big role with the election company until he was in his 40s. You know, there's a lot of actors that didn't make it big until their late 30s, early 40s. Right. You know, 
it's very rare that he had money to stick in. Well, it but, sounds like yeah, right? but I, th- but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I, and somebody once asked me when I was doing theater full time as a profession, they asked me, you know, do you, you know, do you ever see yourself being a movie star? And I said, I don't, I don't care if I'm a movie star. I said, all I, I said, I could never be a person who. Somebody recognizes walking on the street, and I'm okay with that. As long as I have consistent work consistently, that's all I care about. I'll play bit parts all day, every day, as long as I get paid and as long as they keep coming in. But see, it's a good point to Hollywood, though, that you would get more roles now at 40 yeah, than you would competing against a million Zac Efron's at 20, you know? Right. Well, but now at my age, I got to compete with people like The Rock. No, because The Rock is like I mean I'm talking getting into yeah like, I know what you're saying so yeah. many roles well but like see that. that's just it is you you don't start doing acting at 40 and then start working but you haven't you've done acting your whole I've done career. I've done acting my whole career but I'm not saying me you no 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 I'm saying but like like for me I I'm not in L A I'm not going to auditions every day I'm not putting my face out there all the time so if even if I started doing that now it would still take me another good twenty years because that's why it takes so long is not necessarily that it it's that it's that uh, age frame it's that they've seen you consistently. For 20 years, coming to auditions, trying out for parts, doing little bits here, little bits there, and that you've stuck with it for 20 years, that they'll say, okay, we're going to take a chance on this guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I haven't been doing that consistently for 20 years would make it even harder if I try to do something like that. Unless I had something, you know, something else that I could point to and say, see, this is what I've, I've done. You know, like stage productions are hard because you have no film to show for it. Mm-hmm. You know, they want something where they see your acting. Unless they actually come and watch the show, they don't get to see it because it's just lost to the to the ether. So unless you're doing Shakespeare because that's 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 um, uh, public domain domain. But any other thing you you can't film it. You can't film it, it because. Right. Exactly. Because it's copyrighted. Right. So. All right, we're going to wrap up our show tonight. Uh, next episode is going to be 278. I was going to say, what was this, 277? This is 277. All right. Uh, we should call it like Into the Cosmos or something. Something crazy. <laughs> uh, we'll figure out something. Yeah, we'll figure out something good. And we will be back uh, shortly. We want to thank everybody for uh, listening in and listening to this debate on everything. And uh, we'll see everybody soon. Take care.